0: The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list, found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. Did you do your homework assignment? I hope you did. I asked you in our last study to read through First Thessalonians chapter 5. Because at the end of this amazing letter that the Apostle Paul wrote under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he gives a list. It is the Lord's to-do list. Uh, This is what God expects His people to be engaged in as they near the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but when Jesus comes, I sure would like Him to find me doing exactly what He wants done. So let's make the list. Perhaps you'd like to mark these in your Bible. Or maybe you'd like to write them down on a piece of paper and put them in a prominent place so you can review them and uh, pray through them and begin to apply them to your life. We'll walk through the passage. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the opening verses tell us Jesus is coming. Don't forget that. Christ is coming at any moment. And in light of that, because we're children of God, because the Lord is coming, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 8, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. So, here's the first thing. You want to make the list. Number one, the Lord's to-do list is this. You ready for it? Get ready for spiritual warfare. Get ready for spiritual warfare. Somebody says, well, that's a depressing way to begin our list with a fight. Oh, yes. You see, when you begin to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, immediately the Lord's enemy becomes your enemy. The devil that's trying to oppose everything God is doing in this world is going to do everything he can to try to stop you. You'll remember in the preceding verses, it talks about the difference between those who are walking in the light and those who are children of the night. Look, as long as uh, the devil has you, he's not going to bother you. But the moment you trust the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, the moment you determine to be a true follower of Jesus Christ, the moment you begin to obey God... Then you enter into a a spiritual warfare. You're on the battlefront. You're near the front lines. The devil hates you because he hates your God. It's not because you're that important. It's because you're important to the Lord. And you're important to the Lord's purposes in this world. And the devil knows the only way to hurt God is to get at you. And so he's going to bring all of his big guns against you. The hounds of hell will come after you, trying to keep you from following Jesus Christ. But let us, who are of the day, be sober. He begins here with our attitude. What should our attitude be? This is serious business. This is life or death. Be sober. We live in a very flippant world today, and certainly there are things to laugh about, and you should keep a merry heart. But you should be serious, sober-minded about this That there is a real God and there is a real devil and there is a real spiritual battle. and This is not a game. No, this is warfare. I'm thinking now of 1 Peter chapter 5. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. The word sober here, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 8 is not a reference Uh, to uh, not being drunken. Certainly, we should not be drunken. But the word sober here has to do with the idea of being wide awake, uh, alert, uh, on guard, vigilant, looking in every direction. A good soldier must be awake. Don't sleep through the battle, my friend. There's war going on all around you. The devil is making his advances, and the church of the living God is supposed to be marching against the gates of hell. Don't sleep through the biggest battle in the history of the world. Let me give you Jesus' words on this. In Luke chapter 21, in verse number 34, Christ said this to His disciples. He said, And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life And so that day come upon you unawares. Remember, we're talking about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if you're not careful, everyday life, uh, bad things, certainly, but sometimes just good things, the cares of this life, your business today, your obligations today can so distract you and detour you that you forget that we're living today in light of the day we're going to see Jesus Christ that the greatest day you ever live is going to be the day you see Christ face to face and that day could be today. Twice in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 we have this idea of watching and being sober. The Lord's trying to give us a wake-up call. This is not a time to be asleep. This is a time to be wide awake for God. And so he begins with the attitude be sober. Then the action put on. There is a a decision of the will, a choice, your own volition exercised here. Put on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helm, the hope of salvation. He says the first thing you have to do every morning when you get up is get awake and get dressed. And the first thing you have to do in this spiritual warfare is get awake and get dressed. And what is it we're to put on? Well, we're to put on the whole armor of God. This really is a parallel to Ephesians chapter 6, which details for us all of the pieces of the Christian armor. Uh, here he summarizes it. He says, Put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. Notice you have a guarded heart and a guarded head. Uh, the breastplate guards your heart. And what, what is that breastplate? I love this. He says the breastplate is faith and is love. Listen to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, What is it to be right with God? To have the righteousness of Christ on you. Oh, it's the breastplate of faith and love. It is believing the Lord and it is having the love of God shed abroad in your heart. That'll keep your heart right with the Lord. And then you've got to keep your mind right. So He gives something to guard your head. That's the helmet of salvation. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17 says, "...and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God for years." I thought this helmet of salvation simply meant you knew you were saved. And then I got to studying the passages and I found out that it's given last. It's not mentioned first. Why? Because the helmet of salvation is not just about your past, it's about your future. It's more than assurance, it's anticipation. The idea here is that your mind is consumed with the fact Christ could come at any moment. That's where the hope really comes in. That's why this helmet is the hope of salvation. It's looking ahead. It's looking to the future. I'm not just thinking of my salvation as a past tense event that happened many years ago. I'm thinking of the fullness of my salvation being fulfilled on the day I see Jesus Christ face to face. When you live every day keeping your heart right with God and your mind on the fact Christ is coming, it will help you stay where you need to be in the midst of this great battle. By the way, did you notice this divine trio of faith, love, and hope? You find that same uh, trinity if you will in 1 corinthians 13 13 you find it in first thessalonians chapter 1 verse 3 at the opening of this same letter faith hope and charity faith hope and charity faith hope and love this is what the lord wants to be in us and if these things are in you today then you'll be equipped and ready to do battle against the enemy and to stay right with god and to advance the cause of jesus christ friend, the first thing on the Lord's to-do list is we got to get ready for the spiritual battle that is in front of us today. Darkness hates the light. Every child of God is a soldier of Jesus Christ. Every day is a battleground. By the grace of the Lord Jesus, may you endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Take your stand for the Lord today. Your captain's coming. When he comes, it's all going to be over. The victory's already won. You're on the winning side. Take heart and keep hope in Jesus Christ today. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.